Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Take a few minutes this morning to uh, talk to you from the Word of God. I know God has a word for us today to hopefully encourage all of us here uh, in light of what we've been through this, uh, this past week, that, that God would uh, just speak His Word into us and fill us with light and fill us with His hope, that we can go out these doors today and we can be messengers of hope because there's a lot of people in our communities right now and a lot of people in the counties around us, boy, they, they need hope today. They need, they, need a, they need a hope. They need a lifting up that cannot come from anybody but through Jesus Christ. And we need to pray for them and we need to go out and share that hope. Today I want to just take a few minutes and talk to you. I've titled this message, Hope Through the Storm. Hope Through the Storm. And I want to share with you out of the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 14. Let us pray. And when we pray right now, would you do me a favor? Would you, would you uh, pray for me uh, that my mind would get focused and my heart would get focused and the Holy Spirit would have his way? And let's, let's pray for each other and, and pray for uh, God's word to be delivered with his anointing. Our Father in heaven, we call on you right now, Lord Jesus, and we thank you again, Lord, for our time together. God, our praise and our worship is to you, God. You're faithful to us, and we thank you, God, for your word that is alive, God, and Lord, your word does not return void. So I know, Lord, you got something you want to share to your people today. So, Lord, make our ears receptive for your people to hear the word. And, Lord, let your word just uh, come inside of our hearts and change us today. Lord, I pray for an anointing out of heaven to come upon me and upon everyone here today. I pray, Lord, that you would just speak into the lives of your people today, that they would be edified and lifted up, God. We just admit to you right now, Lord, our need for you. Holy Spirit, I pray for a fresh feeling of your Holy Spirit upon my life right now. Empower me right now, Lord. Empower your people right now, God. Help us to be focused, God, and just to uh, be in tune with you. And Holy Spirit, we give you full permission, God, to take control over our lives and our hearts right now as we surrender everything to you, God. We need you right now, Lord, and we call on you right now, Lord. Please, please, Lord, help us in this time of need. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hope through the storm. Hope through the storm. I think all of us today, we can identify with the story of, it comes out of the Gospels. It comes through the Gospel of Mark and John and also Matthew. I'm going to be sharing through Matthew. But we find ourselves going through life's journey. And as we travel through life, uh, just in the split second or just in a week's time, we can see ourselves faced with crisis and despair. We've seen that this week, that as we travel through this life, those things happen. You, you know what I'm talking about when, when, when everything is going very good in your life and then all of a sudden everything gets very bad in your life. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? It happens to all of us, whether you were involved in the storm this week or not. It just happens in life. We witnessed that this week when we saw the sudden change of events that took place because of Hurricane Florence. And we look around today, some of you have had 
uh, a chance to ride down in some of the areas and see it with your own eyes, the devastation that the flood has caused in some of our uh, local communities. Some of you have seen it on television, uh, how homes have been destroyed, how uh, uh, businesses have been destroyed, roads have been destroyed, all because of the floodwaters. All across eastern North Carolina, we have been devastated. Everything was going good. Now everything is bad. There's been a storm that's hit us, and people are in some hopeless situations. I mean, it breaks your heart to see what some of the folks are going through right now. When you look out across and you see whole neighborhoods and trailer parks and communities that all you can see is the rooftop in them, it breaks your heart. It breaks your heart for what people right here in our own communities are going through. And there's a question that a lot of people are asking right now. The question that a lot of people are asking is, is there any hope today? Is there any hope today? Is there any hope at all left today? People are wondering that in their life today. They've been flooded out by this storm, and, and I'm sure because of some of the crisis and the, the things that you've been through in your life, you have obviously, I know like myself, have asked the question in your life, is there any hope for me? Is there any hope at all? Is there any hope that I'll find a new home? That's what some people are asking today. Is there any hope that my business will bounce back? Is, is there any hope that I'll be healed from this disease? Is there any hope that my loved one, my son or daughter, will be de delivered from this addiction? Is there any hope for my marriage that it will be put back together? And the list could go on and on and on. You fill in the blank. Is there any hope today? Is there any hope today? We could all say we've asked that question. Well, I want to declare to you from this pulpit today that there is hope today. Hallelujah. There is hope today. The hope is in Jesus Christ and God's Word. He reminds us today that it doesn't matter how many times that the power goes out or the lights go out in your life. It doesn't matter how many times the water rises and floods your life out. No matter what goes on, we still have hope because we have Jesus Christ. We have Jesus and we have hope in Jesus, friend. I can, I can stand from this pulpit today and declare to you that we do have hope because we have Jesus. And Jesus is our hope because He never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is our hope today. And He is alive and He is working. And I praise the Lord for that. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the anchor of hope for our souls. Friend, if you feel like you're about to be swept away because of everything that's going on in your life, whether you've been flooded out by the storm or whether you're just flooded out with the cares of the world, you need to call on Jesus because He's that anchor that will give hope for your soul today. Hallelujah. I'm grateful that He is. Paul said this. He says you need to fix your eyes on Jesus because He is that living hope, the Savior of all men. He also said this, that Jesus Christ is our living hope, our, our lasting hope, our, our, our hope of glory. Friend, listen, He is our living and lasting hope. When you have Jesus, you have a hope that cannot be taken away. It will last forever. Some of you need to hear that this morning. And from this story out of Matthew, we're going to be encouraged that you can have hope through the storm. You can have hope in the middle of a storm because God is in control. We saw that this week. 
You can have hope in the middle of your storm today because God is in control. Listen to me. I wish that people, I know they come to me and ask me things all the time. Like, why, why, are, why do you think this is happening? Why do you think this is going on? You know what? I don't have an explanation for everything that's going on. But I want you to know today, friend, that Christians do not live on an explanation. We live on the promises of God. And we stand on the promises of God. We stand on the truth of God's word. So we're going to read today and we're going to see some promises from this story that I believe are going to encourage us. So let me read to you Matthew chapter 14 verses 22 through 33 and I have it on the screen. Verse 22. Now I want to give you a little setting here. Jesus and the disciples have just come out from feeding the 5,000. There's been a great miracle that's taken place. And now Jesus is encouraging his disciples to get in a boat and, and to go ahead of him. And he'll catch up with them later. And they take off on the boat. And while they're on the boat, they encounter this storm. And it says, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side. While he dismissed the crowd, after he had dismissed them, he went up on the mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat was already considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves. Some translations say tossed. So they were tossed by the waves because the wind was against it. They were in a storm. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus, he said, come. Then Peter got down out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Thank you for your word today, Lord. I want to just take a few minutes and share with you some truths from this passage that I believe will encourage us today as God's people. We see there in verse 24, it says that they were in a boat and they were in a storm and they were being tossed. They were being buffeted. There was a major storm hitting them and they were in the middle of something that was a crisis. They were there in a major, major storm. And that just tells me, friend, that no matter who you are in life, here we have God's people, the disciples of Jesus Christ. They're obeying God and getting in the boat and they're doing what the Lord says. And then all of a sudden, they're hit with a storm. And that reminds me today that no matter who you are, that we're going to have storms in our life. The Bible says it's going to rain on the just and the unjust. Jesus said this. He says, there's going to be troubles that come, but take courage, I have overcome. You see, storms are going to come. Storms are going to come to all of us. And there's all kinds of storms that come to us. There's, there's big storms and there's small storms. There's expected storms and there's unexpected storms. There's going to be storms on the journey of life. I don't want anyone in here today, please don't make the mistake in thinking that just because that you are a Christian and following Jesus Christ, that you're going to be exempt from the storms of life. No, it's going to happen to all of us. But the good news is we have Jesus Christ with us. 
that we're going to have those storms. These men were going through a storm. In the Gospel of Mark, it says while they were going through the storm, they, were, uh, they had hold of the oars and they were straining and they were struggling to get through the storm. And, and you may have showed up today, friend, and you're straining and you're struggling just to survive, just to get through the storm that you're going through today. Many of you are straining and struggling just to survive some of you are, uh, have a storm at home and you're struggling with your marriage, struggling to make it work again. Some of you have a storm raging with your children, struggling trying to connect with your kids. Some of you have a storm raging at your job and you're struggling with the stress of it and you're overwhelmed by it. Storms with your finances, struggling and straining just to pay the bills. Storm raging physically where you're struggling with some kind of sickness or disease. I know today there's people in here that are going through a storm that you're, you're struggling spiritually on the inside and, and you're straining and trying to get through these personal attacks that the enemy keeps firing these darts at you and your family. It just overwhelms me sometimes at what some of the people in here go through when I think about one who lost his brother now he's lost his mama and then all this other stuff going on and families who have lost their mom and dad right at the same time. Just people being attacked and going through so many things Friend, everybody goes through storms. We all face them. You may be struggling this morning just to survive. What is your storm this morning? You're desperate for help. You need God to do a miracle in your life. I want to tell you, friend, listen, I have good news for you. That when you're going through the storms that Jesus said, I will be with you. Even when everything around you seems to be falling apart and the waters are over you, flooding you, and you just got darkness all around you, friend, listen to me. From this passage today, it tells me that Jesus is with us in the storms. It says that during the fourth watch of the night, that Jesus went out to them walking on the water. You see, there they are. They're struggling through the storm of their life. They're struggling. And where is Jesus? Well, in some translations, one gospel says that he's watching and while he's watching, it says he's up on a mountainside praying. Aren't you grateful today that no matter what you're going through, that Jesus' eyes are on you and he's praying for you? He's praying for you. And then it says that he went out to them. I'm grateful today that Jesus will come to me when I'm going through the storm, that I don't have to go through any storm alone. It breaks your heart to see people going through so much devastation and they're all alone. What in the world would we do if we had to face the storms of life right by ourselves? And we get phone calls here at times and people have folks they know that they're in the hospital or they're in the nursing home and they don't have anybody left in their life. There's no family. There's nobody around them. They don't have nobody to go to them and encourage them. Nobody to go and give them a word. Man, those people right there are going through storms alone. But I got news for them when I see them. Jesus is always with you. I remember just a couple of years ago when we went through Hurricane Matthew you remember our state looks a lot like it does right now. People lost their homes. Neighborhoods were completely wiped out. And people lost everything. And you could hear people talking about how they were feeling all alone and how they felt abandoned. And we've, I'm sure uh, many of you, like all of us, have felt that way this week. There's a lot of people in our counties feeling that way today. The disciples, I know they felt that way. Here we are, Lord, and we're going on this boat ride that you put us on to the other side. And now a storm hits us and the waters are raging. The wind is blowing us. We're going to drown. We're going to go under. And I know they're thinking, where, where are you, Lord? Where are you? 
And, and I know people have been asking that this week. Where are you, Lord? And there'll be times when you go through storms in your life where you're not going to sense and feel the presence of God. But I want to tell you again today, friend, we don't walk in feeling. We walk in faith. We walk in faith. And my Bible tells me in Hebrews that Jesus will never leave us nor forsake us. He will never abandon us, friend. That is standing on the Word of God. I know I'm going through a storm and I don't hear nothing. I don't see nothing. I'm wondering where you are. But my, the Word of God says He's right there with me. He will never leave me. Hallelujah. He will never leave me. And because He will never leave me, that ought to give all of us in here today a a comfort and a courage and a confidence to endure no matter how severe the storms get in our life, knowing that wherever I go, He walks with me. He walks with me. He walks with me. When I'm walking through the water, He walks with me. When I'm walking through the fire, He walks with me. He walks with me through the storms of my life. And I'm grateful today that I'm not alone. When I'm struggling with everyday life, guess what? I'm not alone. When I'm afraid of the unknown, when, when, let, well, listen, when I'm standing in front of somebody and they want to know what my address is and you can't see my house because it's underwater and I don't know what I'm going to do or how I'm going to go forward from here and I got kids I need to feed and I'm the only one that's providing for my family and everything's gone, I can still say, you know what, it's going to be okay because Jesus is with me. I'm not alone. When I'm flooded with the cares of this world, I'm not alone. When I hear that unexpected, when I get that unexpected phone call, I can say it's going to be okay because Jesus is with me. When I hear that unexpected doctor's report, I can have hope because Jesus is with me. Church, listen to me. Whenever you're going through your storm, you're not alone. He's with you. He's watching over you. He's praying for you. Listen to what Isaiah said. He says, when you pass through the waters, this is the Lord speaking, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. That is a promise, friend, today that should give all of us hope that no matter how many fires we face, no matter how many floods we go through, no matter the crisis in our life, we can have hope today knowing that Jesus is walking with us everywhere we go. He's with us in the storm. Can you praise him for it? Go ahead and clap your hand. Thank you, Jesus. He is with us in the storm, and then he will help us through the storm. I recall one day going on a fishing trip, and this is B.C. before Christ. They want a lot, our boat broke down on the other side of Moorhead, and they want a lot of help on the boat. I'll just put it that way right there. And I remember us kind of floundering around out there in the water and we didn't, we worked on the boat, tried to get it going, couldn't do anything. And then we started uh, trying to wave at people and then they started waving back and kept right on going. <laughs> and finally we had someone to come to us and stop and they called Sito. Anybody familiar with Sito? That means you've been broke down too, yeah. <laughs> well, Sito came to us and rescued us and I remember when I saw that Sito coming how I had some hope again that I was going to finally make it back home. Praise the Lord. And I just want to tell you this morning, friend, in the storms of life, when you're going through waters and you feel broke down and flooded and you don't know how you can keep going, Jesus is on the way to help you. He's on the way to help you. And we see in this story here, it says that they cried out. They cried out in fear. These disciples cried out in fear. And let me just tell you, whenever you're going through the storms of life, let us cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ in faith, not in fear. Let us cry out in faith, not in fear. 
Let us cry out in a prayer of faith, a a cry for help, a a cry for mercy, a cry for protection. Jeremiah said this, call to me, call to the Lord, and he will answer you, and he will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. When you're going through the storm, friend, call on Jesus. Call on Jesus, and he will help you. If you don't believe me, I want you, if you'll put that picture up of uh, the hurricane, Put that picture up right there. 140 miles per hour winds, category four, headed straight to the North Carolina. Show the next one. Thursday, 2 p.m., 140 miles per hour, headed to North Carolina. A call went out to all the churches. We need everyone to start praying and start fasting. Start praying and fasting. And we came together with a lot of other churches. And for 24 hours, we prayed and we fasted. And we cried out to God, God, have mercy on us. God, have protection over us. And then slowly but surely, you started seeing things. The storm starts shifting. The storm starts weakening, friend. People can say what they want to, but I know God. He heard our prayers. Hallelujah. He heard our prayers. And he came to help us. He came to help us, and that's why we're blessed today. And listen, friend, whatever you're going through, listen to me, please. Whatever you're going through in your life today, if you will call on Jesus, he will help you in your suffering. He will help you through your pain. He will help you get through this discouragement in your life. Call on Jesus, and he will help you. Isaiah said, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you, the Lord says. I will uphold you. Friend, we can clap our hands and we can sing all day long and declare that God has helped us through this storm. And I'm grateful that he's that very present help in times of trouble. Whatever you're going through, have hope that when you cry out to Jesus, he's going to be faithful to help you. Does anybody know that Jesus has been help- he's helped you before? He's helped you. Go ahead. He's helped me, I know. Thank you, Lord. I love this here. I want you to know that he will help you, but he will also perform a miracle in your storm. He will perform a miracle in your storm. I love verse 25. It says that we, when they see Jesus coming, Jesus is coming. He's not coming on an airplane. He's not coming on a rescue raft. No, Jesus is coming walking on water. That's one miracle there. And then there's another. There's actually several. And then we see Peter. uh, He's asked to come out onto the water. And Peter begins to walk on water. There's another supernatural miracle. And then Jesus grabs Peter and saves him. And then walks back to the boat with Peter. They get in the boat. And then the wind and the waves, they calm down. Another miracle right there, friend. And I know that we don't like going through storms, but it can be the storm that you go through when you truly experience the supernatural power of God working in your life. You see, these disciples, they were looking at the storm. How many of y'all were tuned in? Boy, I was about ready to throw the television out the house. I'm tired of looking at Weather Channel. I won't never look at the Weather Channel again the same again. I know what they got going on. Got some guy sprayed him with a water hose, blowing a fan on him. Lord, forgive me. I told y'all to pray I would stay focused. We, people do it. The disciples were looking at the storm. They were focused on the wind. They were focused on the waves. 
They were focused on everything going on around them, but they were missing the one thing they should have been looking for, and that was Jesus. They should have been looking for Jesus. They're looking at all that's going on, the circumstances, the waves crashing in, the waves are whipping around them, and then all of a sudden, here comes Jesus walking on water. Walking, he's walking on the top of the very thing that has created fear and panic in their life. You, you know what Jesus was telling them when he came walking to the water? He says, I'm the king over the flood. I'm the king over the waves. I'm the king over the wind. I'm the king over any storm that you got in your life. Whatever it is, it, don't, it doesn't matter what it is, I'm king over it. The psalmist said this in Psalm 29.10, The Lord is enthroned over the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever. No matter what, friend, Jesus is king over whatever we're going through today. And we can have hope because he's king over the flood. They went from being scared to death to being amazed. No more fear. What did Jesus say? Jesus said this, Don't be afraid, it's I. Some translations mean it's the great I am. I am has showed up. I'm walking on water to you. The great I am. The one that just fed 5,000 with five loaves of bread and two fish. I am here. It could it be? I am the one that calms the wind and the waves. I am the one that restores sight back to the blind. The great I am is here. Don't fear no more because I'm with you. The one that does miracles, friend, in the storms. Listen, I know there's some violent winds raging in your homes right now. The floodwaters seem like they're crushing in. You feel like Peter right now, like you're sinking down and don't know if you're going to be able to come back up or not, friend. But you're right in a place where Jesus can come to you walking on top of the very thing that's got you so uh, living in fear. And he can do a miracle in your life. You still believe in miracles, right? God can still do a miracle in your life today. The Bible says you're the God who performs miracles and you display your power among the people. How many of you need a miracle today? Man, I'm telling you, I need a miracle today. I need a miracle. I need, I'm going through a storm and I need a miracle. My family needs a miracle in their life today. I need you to show up, God. Come walking on top of it, God, and encourage me, Lord, and come near me and do a mighty work for your glory. He's able, friend. He's able. And I want to close with this. We see in verse 33 it says that Jesus will be glorified in the storms. It says that when Jesus got into the boat, those that were in the boat began to worship him saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Truly you are the Son of God. He brought the disciples through to the other side. And listen to me, friend. He's going to bring you through as well. Listen to me, friend. I know you feel overwhelmed right now, but it's not over. You're going to make it to the other side. The storm is not going to last forever. It's going to be over. There's going to be a sunrise coming up. There's going to be a new day. And you can walk in hope because you have Jesus with you. And he's going to be glorified through it all. I've, I've noticed this, that Jesus will use your storms in life to bring glory to him. When Jesus brings you through the storms of life, guess what? You're going to be changed. I heard Warren Wearsby say this, there's two kinds of storms in life. There's a storm of correction and there's a storm of perfection. What kind of storm was this for you? If it's a storm of correction, I was thinking to myself, you know, when you look at the news and Doug, you've seen some of the devastation that's going on around in the community. It breaks your heart. To see the destruction going on. And I thought to myself, the Lord just checked me. He says, think about how I feel because of the destruction sins caused all over the world. 
My heart breaks because people are living in sin. Could it be that God is using this storm of correction to get your attention and wake you up and let you know it's time to get serious in following God? No more riding the fence one week this week, one week this week, you're over here and over there. No, it's time to finally give it all to God. Could be a storm of perfection. He's trying to change you while he's taking you through this. He's trying to change your life. Do you know that he'll cause things to happen in your life, storms that will build you up and make you become more like Jesus? Just listen to this right here. I think about just what's happened this week. Because of people going through storms, there's been a stronger faith in people's lives. Because they've gone through the storm, there's a new perspective on life now. You realize that everything you got, it doesn't matter who has all the most toys and dies at the end wins. It doesn't matter because in a split second, it can all be gone. There's a new perspective on life. There's a new compassion for people. People helping people that normally wouldn't come together to help people. Now all the walls have been torn down and everybody's got a compassion to help people around them. They've been changed. There's a heart of thanksgiving. People are just thankful as they can be that God has showed up. Listen, friend, there'll be a storm coming in your life because God wants to change you so he can bring glory to his name. It's all about your life bringing glory to God. Yesterday morning when I was praying, the Lord, he gave me this right here. He said, you know what, son? And I'm going to tell you, I was having a big pity party yesterday. I'm like my mama sometimes. She said, you know, sometimes you just got to have a good old cry. And I was having me a good old pity party and the Lord right there in my time calling out to him. He said, you know what? Some of your greatest battles will become some of the greatest blessings in your life. And some of you have gone through some of the greatest battles that you've ever been through. But God's going to turn them into a blessing. So why? So he can be glorified. So he can be glorified. You'll be able to say, you know what? I was battling through this storm. I was struggling through this storm. But now that I look back, Jesus brought me to the other side. And I got one of the biggest blessings in my life. And I give Jesus all the praise. And I give him all the glory. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. God's going to be glorified. He's going to be glorified in the battles. And I want to just take a few minutes as I close this evening. This evening, I don't even tell you. Lord, help me, Jesus. How God has been glorified this week. And I'm not saying this in a boastful way. I'm just saying how God has rallied together people in this church and the people in this community, leaders and different ones, how God brought people together so he would be glorified. Did you know when Hurricane Florence hit, and you can uh, put that first picture up there if you don't mind, brother, that first picture right there, that out of this church, through the help of many of you here today, I hate to call names because I'll miss somebody, and through the help of many leaders, that in three days, in three days during Hurricane Florence, we sent out over 2,000 meals, over 2,000 meals. Praise God. I just want to give you an update on what's going on. We, we, during that time, in those three days, we were able to serve uh, the local shelters here in Wayne County. We were able to serve a shelter or two in Duplin County. We fed storm victims. We fed policemen. We fed fire and rescue. We fed out-of-town utility companies. I want you to know Jesus was glorified through all of that. 
And I could tell you story after story. I, I shared Wednesday night when I was standing with a group of people in the community. And they, they found out that I was a preacher. And they said, oh, I need a preacher. I said, no, you don't need a preacher. You need Jesus is who you need. Hallelujah. And they do. They need Jesus at Walmart. No, they were a blessing. Listen, I saw Jesus glorified. Just, just kind of go right on through. Let me hear this. I saw Jesus glorified when a group of men in our church in three days, two different times, cooked over seven pigs so we could send food out in mass quantities here out of our church. I mean, seven pigs in three days, friend, people volunteering to cook. There's some of our helpers right there serving, helping make plates. Some loading them in the van to get them to go out to the shelters. They're loading the van. We did a breakfast every morning and we did a supper every night. And then there was a couple of times, there's police chief Tommy Brown, great, great guy. We started finding out that uh, they needed help in the James Keenan, Wallace Rose Hill area. They told us if we could get the plates ready here, uh, 117 was closed. The I-40 connector, there were uh, limited traffic on it. The van loaded up. We had a police escort all the way from Mount Olive to Warsaw. Got to Warsaw. They had no power there. We took all those plates and loaded them in the back of that Jeep. And uh, the law enforcement took that Jeep and went into places like Fountaintown and over there in those areas in Keenansville. And they served that food, friend. God will be glorified. God be glorified. Hallelujah. This utility company that came in. They came in one night uh, from out of town, not from around our area. They needed a place to sleep. They needed food. Our fire chief from Clipso, Brandon Casual, who's up there in the sound booth now, does an amazing job. He opened up the fire department there in Clipso for the night. They allowed all those linemen to sleep in there. And then we found out that next morning when I drove by Clipso Fire Department, saw all those trucks. Brandon, I got up with him. He called me back, and we provided breakfast for every one of those linemen in there. Had a chance to pray with them. God be glorified. It's about God. Listen, God will send storms so he will be glorified. And he was glorified. Listen to this. We, we were cooking breakfast out here on the very first day. We had made some preparation. We didn't know what the storm was going to do. We cooked all the eggs and all the sausage that we had on that first morning, sending them out into the shelters. And then we were out. Then the Piggly Wiggly flooded out. The next day, we called the Piggly Wiggly, not sure if they were going to be open or not. They said, no, we're not open, but if you can get that church van to the back of the Piggly Wiggly, you come in, and y'all can go shopping. So we went to the Piggly Wiggly with mud and sludge and the bottom shelf still damaged for where it got flooded out and had shopping cars going in there. <laughs> getting eggs, getting their bread, getting their sauces. Why? Because Jesus is being glorified through it all. Hallelujah. And we were able to provide sausage. I won't forget, listen, I, I'm just telling you some things I've seen God do this week. You know, they, they should have been looking for Jesus in that storm. And we need to be looking for Jesus. And I've been looking for him all week long. And I've seen him all over the place. We were sitting here and we ran out of takeout plates. I guess at 8 o'clock, 8.30 at night, I find myself inside the Presbyterian church here in my office robbing their kitchen. And they only had 125 plates, and we needed a whole lot more than that. And the man said, just hold your horses. I'm going to send to Calvary. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I'm going to call the Salvation Army. You should have some plates in the next morning. 
Well, when I left that night, I forgot to unlock the door here at the missions map. Came through there, and we had almost 2,000 takeout plates right there at the missions map. God is faithful, friend. He is faithful. I got just a few more I want to share with you. That first night when the storm came through, Doug, you called me about North Duplin. They had almost 400 people in the North Duplin shelter. I mean, just all of a sudden, people that were dispersing in different directions, and they needed some food out there. And, you know, we didn't have all of our stuff together at that time because the storm was just now coming in. And um, we, we called Pizza Village. Pizza Village, uh, it was about maybe 3 o'clock, maybe a little bit before that, that we were going to close at 5 to let their employees go home. I got on the phone with the manager. I said, sir, I need your help. I said, sir, there's about 400 people in the shelter. We need 800 slices of pizza. He's like, huh? I said, we need 800 slices of pizza. I said, I'll go up there and I'll help you cook every one of them. I've done it before. I can do it. He said, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I'll be right back. I thought I wanted he, I didn't think he was ever going to pick back up again. <laughs> and he picked back up the phone. He says, sir, we can have it done and it'll be ready. And you come up here about 430 and we'll have those pizzas ready. And we were able to deliver 800 slices of pizza to all the people right there in that shelter at North Dublin. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God be glorified. Man, so sad. So it'll be just kids and adults laying on the floor in the cafeteria, laying down hallways all with a heart of panic. And, and you can at least walk in, friend, and walk in with the joy of the Lord because you know what? Yeah, it's, it's raining outside and we're getting ready to get hit, but my hope is in Jesus. And I want you to know you're going to be all right. And, man, they had a phenomenal staff there in that place at North Duplin. So grateful to be able to help them. And then listen to this. Uh, Miss Robin put on Facebook that we were going to collect baby supplies because the shelter in Wallace need diapers and needed formula. And we put out there that Wednesday night we were going to take up a collection. The fire chief from Clipso called me. He saw the post on Facebook. He said, listen, the, war, uh, the Walmart here in my office had already reserved some supplies for us, and a lot of it was going toward babies. We don't need it, but if you want it, you can go get it. I'll call them now. We drove up there on the van. And there they were, buggy fulls of stuff for babies. And here it was, man, God met that need because he was glorified. And we were able to go, Leanne delivered all that stuff for us. And we praise God that he was able to meet those needs. Listen, for some of those takeout plates we had left over, they called down there from the Wallace Shelter, said, we're running low, we need plates. I said, don't worry, we got them here at Mount Olive, hallelujah. And we got them down there to them. And I'm just telling you, man, God was glorified through it all. Can you give him a hand clap of praise? Our youth working in the yards to clean up for people, that's God being glorified. I just want to tell you this morning, listen, in the storms of life, in the storms of life, Jesus will be glorified in the end. Don't take your eyes off of Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Please. Don't get distracted by the things around you in this world where you lose focus on Jesus because before you know it, you'll be sinking and you'll be flooding in sin and you'll be away from God. But like Peter, if you'll just cry out and call on Him, He will lift you up and restore you today. He loves you. When He looks at you, He's not looking in anger. He's looking at you because He loves you and He wants a relationship with you. How many of you are going through a storm today? How many of you could use a little bit of hope in your life today? 
I'm going to tell you, man, I don't know how some of you guys do it. Law enforcement, I mean, just some of you that's been hands-on this week in the middle of all that stuff and, and seen the devastation of it. And some of you uh, guys that are, are, are farmers that have lost all your crops, man. I, I mean, I, I just think, man, you get so overwhelmed, that hope just starts kind of depleted out of you and you become empty on the inside you you need some hope you need Jesus today you need a fresh feeling of the Holy Spirit in your life today so you can keep on going friend listen my heart today was when this message has been preached that when we walk out these doors that we will be messengers of hope Johnny when you go over there Teletown Road in the area you'll be a messenger of hope Ken in the Grantham area, you'll be a messenger of hope. Doug out there in the south end of Duplin County, you'll be a messenger of hope. Yeah, it's going to be all right. Why? Because we have Jesus. We have Jesus in our life. And he will bring us through this storm. Would you bow your heads with me, please? The first thing I want to ask you today, if you're here, is to make sure that you're saved and you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Do you know Jesus today? Do you know Him as your Lord and Savior? Do you have that knowledge and assurance that if you were to die, that you know, you know, you know that you're on your way to heaven? I pray that you know Jesus as your Savior. I want to tell you today, friend, just like those guys on those utility poles that climbed up to restore power, Jesus climbed a tree so we could be restored back to God. And if you're here today and you're away from Him, all you must do is you need to repent of your sin Place your faith in Jesus and begin to follow Him. Right there where you're at, you can just say, Jesus, I'm I'm a sinner. And today I turn from sin and I place my faith in you and I want to follow you all the days of my life. Will you come to me now and save me and rescue me, lift me up out of this flood of sin and give me new life so I can go to heaven? Just pray to Him right now. Just pray to Him. Lord, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I'm close to you. In Jesus' name.